Welcome. If you're a woman who has a sense that there's more out there for you, you're in the right place. I'm Whitney Baker, host of the Electric Ideas podcast. Somewhere along the line of working kids, life carried on, but I lost track of my truth. I'm on a reflective journey, and that's what this podcast is all about. Each week, I interview a woman who is lighting her own path and offering others hope. Before our conversation ends, we'll share a reflective question for you to explore. Sometimes all we need is a jolt, a fresh idea, an aha moment that connects us to a sense of possibility. This, my friends, is what I call an electric idea. Welcome back to Electric Ideas. Today's guest is Helen Thacker. Helen is a woman who has taken big risks in her own life, and today she helps lots of women to do the same. Helen works with entrepreneurs and helps them to step in the person they always wanted to be and be seen for what they're worth. She says a big part of her role is helping women on their journey of self-confidence to show up 100% as themselves and to actually step into the life they deserve. I'm fully aware that not everybody in the Electric Ideas community is trying to start a business, but regardless of where you are on the spectrum of work, running a company, running a household, managing a volunteer campaign, or maybe all of the above, I know that stepping into more purpose and feeling like you're living up to your potential are universal longings most of us share. Sometimes when we take the time to step back and reflect on purpose, it can bring up a lot of indecision and fear. And that's why I know that the wisdom in this episode will leave you inspired. I truly believe being intentional about inviting more meaning into your life is always going to be a worthwhile pursuit. So here we go. Helen, welcome to the show. Thank you so, so much for having me, Whitney. I'm really excited to be here and then, yeah, pour into your audience in whatever way I can help. I'm thrilled to have you here because I think no matter where we are in our life journey, we all want meaning and purpose. And this is something you are in the thick of with women every single day of your life. So, you know, I like to just get into it with these podcasts. So I'm starting here. What would you describe as a life living with more purpose? Yeah, I'm so glad you recognize that because it's so true. I think it's that moment when we kind of look and realize like, what is this for? You know, I know we're getting deep and meaningful, but really and truly we want to wake up in the morning feeling like we're valued, we're seen, we're heard. You know, even if you're not necessarily ambitious, you know, in quotation marks, we all want whatever that looks like, whether it's just, you know, not just being a parent, but whether, you know, if you're being a parent and not working, if that's what fulfills you, if it's charity work, if it's being a super successful entrepreneur and, you know, having a multiple six-figure business, whatever that looks like, we all want that recognition of having that meaning to someone else usually and for me it is literally about the magic of the impact that you can make and the magic of the connections that you have as you find your purpose the friendships that you make the communities that you build this is what lights me up you know the communities that I've been able to build around my business around my connections and network and seeing those people like come together outside and away from me it's magical. I absolutely love it. And I know that I'm having an impact. And it really does open the world to so many opportunities. When you like have a life full of purpose, you're happier, joyful. It is about having that kind of meaning every single day of doing something that you absolutely love doing and having the freedom to do it in the way that you want. So 
I love to help women find that. I'm not obviously a mindset coach. I'm actually a sales coach. But part of that process is really finding the direction in which they want to take their business. It's finding that purpose and all those things, particularly the value being seen and having that impact is absolutely what it means to me. And I doubt there's very few people who would argue that they're open to having more purpose and meaning in our lives, but it's easier said than than done to get there. Why do you think that sometimes it's hard to bridge towards feeling more purpose in our lives? Oh, so many reasons, Whitney. I think it usually comes from, uh, well, it comes from external and internal conversations, beliefs, and things like that. But do you know, I've been through my life and made a lot of pivots, a lot of changes, and on my journey to finding my purpose, um, I ignored really what was truly meant for me. Like I was, that was the the internal conversation, the internal battle. It was like, I don't really think that I should be doing that because I'm supposed to be doing this. Or you question whether you have the skills. Um, and for me, it was like, I felt like I was supposed to be on this certain path, a path based on my upbringing, a path path based on the expectations of where I was going to go in life. And I think that's so common, isn't it? For so many women, particularly, it's about getting a stable job, a career, getting married, having kids and all that kind of thing. And that was certainly my experience growing up. And I knew that there was no other option. That was the external side as well. But internally as well, that definitely had a part on, on my choices to start with because I didn't want to let people down and I felt that that was the only thing I was supposed to do and actually what I needed to do was listen to what I genuinely loved doing what I was really good at and it's funny how I've come full circle back to the things that I was truly like skilled at and passionate about even as a little girl language I was always really good at language I was obsessed with that and here I am suddenly really in a marketing role, helping women to create standout, powerful content online. And it comes down to like the fact I wanted to be a teacher, didn't do it because for various reasons, it wasn't what I thought I should do. And here I am coaching. And it's so funny, it's ended up. And I think it's about really kind of listening to the things that you love doing. But then there is the external thing as well, which I've just touched on a lot, but I think so many people listen to other people's opinions and then take them on and believe them and they don't really stay true to who they are. And it's really hard because for those upbringing reasons, you know, we we have from our childhood, we have expectations, societal reasons. There might be religious things that come in for some people's experiences in life, but it is about really kind of trying to block out, worrying about what other people think if you can, worrying about what you have as an expectation for other people. The only person you've got to please is you. And really kind of worrying about upsetting or kind of bending other people. For me, a lot of it was that. And it was the fear of my success actually upsetting other people who were really, really close to me, like in my family that I was soaring, you know, I was really doing really, really well, financially, personally, and I really had someone very close to me in my family who was not, and it it really kind of, I didn't want to highlight that, I didn't want her to feel inferior, that that was completely my belief, it wasn't on her, it wasn't coming from her at all, but I think it is sometimes very hard to pursue our purpose and find that for so many reasons, and that's just a few of them, I think the final thing I'll say on this is we don't know where we're going. Some people are lost. And for a long time, I felt a bit like that. Like, we just don't know what's our direction. It's really unclear. 
and um, we don't know what we're meant to do and I joke all the time that I was like 40 until I kind of discovered what I wanted to do when I grew up and I'm still on that path you know it's like it took me a long time and that's absolutely fine it can take some time it can take a while to find your path your choice so many reasons but if you are on that journey all I'll say is and you're not sure where you're going just keep following what you feel is true to you and you will absolutely find your way no matter how long it takes Beautiful. I have a lot of questions. I want to go deeper into so many of the things you mentioned. Let's start by, you talked about finally being able to kind of listen to yourself and what you truly loved. I think that's talked about a lot, but some women I know in my audience are going to be logical thinkers and being like, literally, like, I don't know how to do that. I've Mm -hmm. lost touch. I'm just in this more responsive state. I'm just trying to keep my house and my job or whatever, my circumstances above water. So do you have any favorite tools or practices that helped you when you were really trying to get back in touch with that piece of you? I'll be honest, I don't have anything specific. Like I'm not someone that can sit here and say, okay, you need to journal or meditate. But I know for a lot of women that is really, really powerful. But honestly, it's been time. It's been time where I've spent sitting with myself and my own thoughts So I guess it is a sort of meditation in some ways, but it has been trying different things. And it's fundamentally being about finding my confidence, my own confidence in my own belief, my own self-worth, my own opinions, and that what I'm doing is right. And again, that comes from blocking out perhaps the worries of what other people will think. And I've been in a situation before I worked in network marketing for four years full time. And in that situation, I mean, I absolutely loved it. And it has taught me so much, so many skills. I wouldn't, I know I would not be where I am today without that time, but that kind of bubble, that environment sometimes, and it's not just network marketing, but that's one example of an environment where you get swept up with other people's opinions and other people's thoughts, where it's difficult to break out from having your own way of doing things. And I eventually did. I actually left the company, moved to a different one and started from scratch, building things the way I wanted to do it because I didn't like the way that people were doing it in my previous company. I literally grew a a huge team on my own with my own beliefs and my own practices, my own way of doing things. There are lots of circumstances like that. You might be in an office environment where you feel like you've got to kind of go along with the general opinion and you just go along with it because you kind of almost brainwashed into thinking, well, that's what I'm supposed to think. That's what everyone else thinks. It's really easy, isn't it? When you're in an environment like all day long to really find your way, if you are standing out amongst the crowd with your own opinions and thoughts, and it doesn't really give you time to really kind of find your voice. So time on your own with your thoughts and really delving into your values and what you believe in, I think is a really great kind of compass for finding your way. I'm glad you brought up starting multiple businesses because I feel like there's lots of people who've been on the podcast that have talked about being in burnout and knowing they like had they had to make a change, they were ambitious. One thing I find really compelling about your story that I feel like isn't talked about enough is sometimes I think when you're thriving, at least in some ways, or you're doing well, mm-hmm. it can be harder to leave something. I'd love to hear your perspective from your cake business, because that's totally different than what you're doing now. And I think that especially if you have a family or bills to pay, 
if you're doing something and it's doing well and you feel good about it and it's safe and secure, it can be really hard to open up to a trade-off and very scary. But I think sometimes that's getting into that good is the enemy of great in Mm -hmm. terms of living your best life territory. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I've always been quite fearless and like I always... I guess in my nature, I usually say yes to things and then I worry about how it's going to actually pan out afterwards. But most of the time when I've made these big decisions, it has been coming from that space. But do you know why? It's because my intuition, my gut was telling me. And I don't want to sound really kind of like out there, but honest, and I'm not that person. I'm very black and white. I'm very, I am very much a kind of masculine energy when it comes to my business. But in these occasions, my gut was telling me like, there was something more. I was made for more. There's got to be a better way. And I'm like crawling my way through life, trying to find the solution. Like what is the answer where I'm going to have that freedom, that life where I have the financial abundance that I'm searching for so I can have the experiences with my family that I so like, I'm so looking forward to that I have had. I'm so fortunate to have that impact again, going back to that magical feeling of actually having that value and purpose in the world. And um, yeah, the cake business for me, it it was doing really, really well, but it reached its limit. I was maxed out. You know, I couldn't take it any further and I didn't want to go into a franchise situation. So with just me, I've won some awards. I'm maxed out. I can't do any more, but I'm burnt out. I'm not seeing my kids at the weekends. I'm delivering cakes. I'm at wedding fairs trying to sell more and, you know, keep my business going. And I I knew that there was the had to be an easier way. And so it was a decision that was, I actually had some sort of breakdown. Like I really could not take any more. And I was like, I I just can't do it anymore. This is too much. It's not supposed to be this hard. And so I got very smart on looking at the other options. And that is when I moved into network marketing thinking, okay, this is great. It's going to release so much of my time away from my family. And that is exactly what it did. And it was an amazing move. But it was my gut that was driving my intuition was telling me I cannot do this. I cannot. I can't see myself doing this in like five years time or 10 years time. I remember saying to a friend, like, I cannot see myself doing this when my kids are learning to drive or going to college or all those milestone points in my children's life, which was so far ahead, but really not that far. Like I can't, I can't face it. I cannot still be baking cakes covered in icing sugar at that point, not happening. And so it was my gut that said, no, I have to, I have to do something about this. And you have so much choice. And we are so fortunate these days. We do have so much choice to build an incredible business like you have online and I have, you know, we, we can do this from our phones. We can work literally from anywhere. Um, we we do have a lot of flexibility. So I think you've got to listen to your inner voice and get smart and look at the options and don't be afraid because there is there's going to be something else for you. And if you've made it work once, you'll absolutely make it make it work again. That's great perspective. And one thing that's really bubbling up for me that's been helpful in my own life, because I think a lot of women question, they've put so much effort and poured into whether it's career volunteer, whatever they're doing, that they feel like they can't see themselves doing the same thing at the same capacity. And one of the things that has really helped me is to reflect on like every role I've ever had and and almost cherry picked what I loved about it and open up to the possibility that I can do something and still use those pieces of me and skills. 
I agree. I definitely agree. Everything, every step I've made, you know, you look at my CV or, you know, my career, it's been accountant to financial recruitment. Okay, that makes sense. There's a there's a sideways move. I was created a, a recruitment business because I was recruiting for accountants. Great. I had the skills and knowledge there. But then wedding cake, what does that have to do with recruitment and finance? But it worked at the time around my boys. And then network marketing, completely different and very product-based um team building leadership and then we go to my current business sales coach online content creation helping people be seen and stand out the common thread there is a common thread and there will be a common thread is building a business sales always 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 it's been very sales oriented it's what I'm good at I've been doing it for 19 years and also client relationships. I've always, in all those roles, it's been a very, very deep connection with my clients on a personal level. And so there is a common thread. There, there's your skills. So where are your skills across everything? What are you really good at? Because there will be a way that you can apply them into something else. Like if you, like I said, if you're good at applying them in one place and you've been successful, absolutely, you can do it again wherever your heart takes you. I really love that because I wanted to re- reflect back. You said you really figured out what you were going to do when you grew up. I'm air quoting (laughs) at 40. And I think it's comforting for people to recognize they're not starting over, you know, necessarily that they're bringing a lot of experience with them. Mm -hmm. So what do you have to say about not living with regret? You can't live with regret because everything that you've been through has got to be, there's got to be a lesson. There's got to be a takeaway in, in there somewhere. It's all a step. Each step is a stepping stone. And, you know, difficult, difficult situations that life throws at every single one of us. But every single opportunity where, you know, it has been hard or difficult or challenging, you're going to get something from it. And I never regret any. Honestly, don't regret a thing. I really, really don't regret anything because hopefully I have so much of my life still ahead of me and I'm just still on this journey. Who knows what's coming? So I'm excited. I just want to, you know, I'm excited to see what happens. But yeah, that's my outlook anyway. What do you know now that you wish you would have known a decade ago? Patience. (laughs) How to have the patience, because that's something that's been my biggest lesson as an entrepreneur. You know, I'm really ambitious. I want to like have the success and when I started my coaching business, I literally said to myself, I gave myself a talking to Whitney. I was like, right, you need to sit down, Helen, and just accept for the next three years, you are in learning mode. Okay. You're in pure learning mode. We're just going to accept. It's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. You're going to learn a lot. And this patience is, it, it it's difficult for, not you know, not everyone can grasp it. It's difficult for some people to grasp hold of. But it's an absolute essential part of being a successful business person or whatever you're doing in life. Um, it's the thing that will push you forward even further. If you can just settle into what you're doing and really accept that you are on this learning journey and that you will mess up, but you're going to learn from it and get even better and better and better. That's what I'd say to that. Is there anything else that's on your mind? Just because I know you really dig deep into the purpose piece. Is there anything else on your mind or in your heart that you think you'd like to share with my audience just on the topic of purpose? Yeah, I think the thing about purpose is it's a combination of two things. I truly believe it's what lights you up. 
you have to, again, spend some time thinking about this, like really what is going to, I say to my clients when we're trying to define like what it is they want to do in their business. So what is going to get you out of bed in the morning? Like what is going to have you running downstairs, <laughs> jumping on your laptop and you have so much to say to the world. If you were to sit on Zooms and talking and discussing your business with somebody, like what would you want to be talking about? What is the thing that gets you so excited? Like you cannot... You can't contain yourself. You know, I feel like that about my business. I could literally post like seven pieces of content a day. I love it. Feel so passion, passionate about it. And if you can really find a combination of that and your skills, you are, that's the winning combination. Like that is the, mag- the magic. That's how you find your purpose. And again, the patience to find it, the patience to just take the time refining what you do, learning to put aside the things that you may be not so good at, don't enjoy so much, but that takes practice. You've got to kind of start. And I would say get started. Get started on this journey and find find your way step by step because you will get there and you're never too late. Never, ever, ever too late. I love your self-awareness and ambitious you are. I think it's a beautiful and I know there's lots of women in my community that share that go-getter mentality and it's infectious, but Mm -hmm. I also know that we can get away from ourselves and you just said patience is also important. So how have you in your work-life balance, ambitions life found, Mm -hmm. how, how have you found balance? So it's kind of that control issue over your time. I set my boundaries. I, for example, Fridays, I don't have any calls booked in. I make sure that that is time for for me to do really what I want. And that might include just working on my business, but it's freedom to do that. So it might be doing fun things. Like for me, fun things are like creating canvas and content and emails and (laughs) sales pages and all that sort of thing. I love it. Uh, It might be going and getting my nails done. It might be taking my husband out for lunch. It might be just spending an extra half an hour on a Peloton, you know, whatever that is. So it's that kind of control of your time. Um, And it's also, it's about really taking charge of the important things in your business or your life, the things that are going to make the most difference to you. I make sure that I do those every single day. So I have like a task list of the key things I need to do every single day. Now that how that comes back to kind of finding this balance and everything is that when that's done, it's kind of, well, I've, I've done the hard stuff. I've worked on my business and now I'm free to kind of really do all the other things and it allows me that control allows me to really like really take charge of my day and it gives me that freedom that time freedom that we are all looking for as a solo entrepreneur or as you know as a business owner we want to have that control over our lives I'm very disciplined I'm very kind of regimented I have a routine I walk every single morning I'm up I get out I put my podcast in get the fresh air come rain or shine if you follow me on Instagram you'll see all my stories every single morning in the snow I am out there and that's a huge part of that balanced piece for me as well it's that time when I start my day I have that moment that inspiration and the fresh air and the movement and it's those things are really important to me and if you can find those things as well those anchors that will definitely give you the balance yeah I really like this. It kind of turns the idea of discipline on the head sometimes for me, because sometimes in especially the world we live in with the Internet and just everything, I know that most women could always be doing something, whether it's for life or business or just. And I feel like sometimes we have to be disciplined about our priorities, but also 
what's going to fuel us and allow us to show up best. And it sounds like that you've really got that set. So that's inspiring. Thank you. I always end the show by asking the same question, and that's what's one question women should be asking themselves more? I think that so many women don't do this. They don't ask themselves, they don't allow themselves to question what they're doing, allow themselves to do what they want. I would love for women to really sit down and find their purpose. I know this whole conversation has been about that. I think that we do get sometimes put into a category and we lose some of ourselves. And I would love for everyone listening to really kind of delve deep into what do they want to achieve? Like what really, what is their purpose? And go and do something about it. And But ask yourself, allow, it's about allowing yourself to ask yourself the question because we do get forgotten we forget you know we put ourselves last you know I'm a mom I have put myself last for a long time and and that's absolutely fine you know look when our little kids that's great but we're still humans we're still we need our souls nurturing and we need to feel valued and seen going back to the start of the conversation it is about that it's about being valued and heard and seen so please yeah just ask yourself what do you want? And and go for it. Lovely. It's so wonderful to connect with someone who's really walking the walk and showing up so fully. I know women will be inspired by this conversation and want to connect with you. So where can we find you, Helen? Oh, thanks, Whitney. So yeah, go and drop me a DM on Instagram. I'm just at Helen Thacker. It's me. I have virtual assistants, but it is me in the DMs. I'm the only person in there. I would love to chat. And I'd also just love to invite all of your listeners over to my Facebook group. It's a fantastic community full of other women really engaged. And that is the same name as my podcast, actually, Purpose, Potential and Power. So there's that group there. I'd love to welcome all of your listeners over there as well. Great. We'll make sure to capture that in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you so much, Whitney. It's been amazing. I'm so glad you joined me today. If you're looking for more, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at at WhitneyWoman. And if you enjoyed the show, I invite you to support me by leaving a review or sharing it with a friend. Hope you have an inspired day.